You're listening to Eldrin Sampier on the Station of the Year. It's 22 minutes after 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Etienne Vlock, uh, Saktao's National Industrial Policy Officer. The Department of Trade and Industry and Competition is investigating the Chinese clothing giant Shein. The probe follows concerns and allegations raised by South African businesses and trade unions about the company possibly taking advantage of tax loopholes to advantage local to the disadvantage rather of local businesses in the clothing sector. The Southern African Clothing and Textile Workers Union says Shein is bad for the economy and workers in South Africa because their practices are exploitative. It is not the first time that the Chinese clothing giant is on the spotlight for bad practices. It has in the past been accused of subjecting its workers to 75 hours of work per week and flouting environmental laws. Etienne now joining us on the line. Etienne, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. So from the complaint that you've lodged, what is it that you have picked up from the behavior of Sheen? Good afternoon, Aldrin. Um, you know, there's, there's significant problems in, in their practices and it's undermining our efforts in South Africa to create jobs in manufacturing to create jobs in, in retail. We signed at the end of 2019 a master plan for the retail clothing, textile, footwear and leather value chain. And it's supposed to create 120,000 jobs by 2030. And this retailer, the way it's um, sending its products to South Africa is undermining all our efforts to create jobs. And so what we're looking for is, is two things. Firstly, for government to see what loopholes currently exist that this company is making use of, and then for us to close those loopholes, and then also to investigate whether this company is paying the other taxes that it should be paying. So, so is it just based on assumption that uh, that they are flouting tax laws? Nothing concrete no, that you have on your end? No, Aldrin. Um, we've, we've um, through several invoices that customers would receive when they place uh, um, orders with um, Shein, through the um, different trade forwarders. On that, it would show the taxes that's paid. And those taxes are not in line with the taxes that are paid by others who import garments. So for us, this is an indication that something is off. How can it be that this company is paying much less taxes when it imports, whereas others, when they import, pay the, the, the full import duty? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not just an assumption. It's based on information that, that we've already seen. Could the issue then be at customs? Well, uh, it could be at customs, but, but the question is, is why is it working for other companies? In other words, why are others paying the, the required duty and why is this specific company not paying the required duty? And so that's the kind of question that we want answered. You know, for, in general, we have a big problem with customs fraud in South Africa. A lot of garments, a lot of sweets, a lot of tires and cigarettes, etc. get smuggled into the country and the right duties are not paid. We've seen customs recently making great strides in dealing with those illegal imports and, 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 and getting companies and importers to pay the duties that they should be paying. And it's strange to us that, yeah, you have an exception that, that doesn't seem to be paying those duties. So we're saying let's get a handle on this. If there's a loophole that exists, then we need to close that loophole. Mm-hmm. And and from from your observation, looking into this battle, because, of course, the... Um the 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 NCRF, which represents top retailers such as Fossini, um, the owner of TFG, Truett, and so forth. Do you think that this could possibly be a battle amongst retailers and not necessarily 
that it is that they have the that they have the that they have the aspirations of South Africans or South African workers in general at heart. So, so we we are under not under the misconception that that any South African corporate you know has as um, the, the the aspirations of of local workers at heart. But what we have in in the South African retailers is is a signature on our master plan where they commit to increasing the the purchases of local goods. So it's clear to us that for for South African workers and for our trade unions members. That, that if we are able to implement that master plan that will create more jobs, means we deal with the unemployment problem in South Africa, we deal with inequality and the poverty, uh, sorry, and the poverty problem. Mm-hmm. So it's clear to us that, that you know, here's a group of, of businesses that have made a commitment, and the other side you have one that seems to be using loopholes, and Aldrin, importantly, a business model that kind of comes from the 1970s and the 80s because it looks to exploit workers in China where it purchases from, and it also is not good for the environment. And, and that business on the other side trying to get into South Africa. So, so for us, it's not about which business wins, but it's clear that a certain group of businesses have made a commitment to, to local jobs. Mm-hmm. And since that master plan was signed, uh, have there been any changes in the textile industry? Yeah, we've seen some significant changes. We've seen some revival of, of old textile factories that had closed before in, in places like uh, Worcester and Hammersdale and KwaZulu-Natal. So those are some important steps forward. We, we are taking a hit, obviously, with the load shedding that we've seen. But uh, we, we're coming up with different plans, including on using solar energy and other types of energy to deal with those problems. Mm-hmm. And, and it's still important for us to continue to implement this master plan to make sure that those retailers have made the commitments that they stick to those commitments. Yeah. And then just the final one is on the consumer, because at the end of the day, it's the consumer that decides to actually go onto the website and use the app to purchase from Shein. Um, what do you say to those consumers, the ones who believe that the, that the company is efficient, that the company is delivering on quality goods, while some are complaining, but it seems that the majority are happy? Yeah, so it's our duty to, to make sure that when a consumer makes that, that purchase on the app, that it does so knowing all the facts. And what we're trying to say is that a few things. Firstly, that often there's a very short-term gain because there's a, a cheaper garment that's bought. But as you say, the quality is a problem. So those garments often end up in the dustbin or end up in the landfill within a few months, whereas a, a garment that perhaps is slightly more expensive that lasts longer, you know, has, has much more value to it. But in addition, uh, there's the fact that, yeah, you're supporting a company which is exploiting workers, but also very bad for the environment. And, and we have to make sure and, and keep on uh, informing customers that they that they can make a choice then with with all the information. Thank you so much for your time. Etienne Flock is uh, the National Industrial Policy Officer at uh, Saktau. Um, after listening to what Etienne had to explain now about uh, the concerns that they have of uh, Sheen, would you change your mind uh, around using the app? Um, does that sway you otherwise at all? 0614-104-107. Your tweets at Aldrin St. Pierre. And our studio line is 86 2032